Hello, and welcome to Kids Get Aquarium with the Internet, a Girl Meets World podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Dustin. And I'm Amanda. And today we're discussing Season 2, Episode 20 of Girl Meets World, entitled Girl Meets Texas, Part 1. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Visit audibletrial.com slash podcast for your free audio download. All right, everybody. So uh, first thing I just want to throw out there is that Keith and Caitlin are unable to podcast, unfortunately, this whole weekend due to personal reasons. So I brought in some side people here, some from Twitter. Uh, you guys want to introduce yourselves? Sure. So yeah, <laughs> I'm Amanda. I'm at GMW Buzz on Twitter. Um, so what I've been doing just in the Girl Meets World community is I write BuzzFeed articles just based on either certain episodes. I've done a few quizzes. And I'm just so obsessed with Girl Meets World. I'm a huge fan of Boy Meets World, so it's exciting, you know, talking to you guys, listening to the podcast, and I'm excited to be a part of it this week. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm Dustin, so I run a Girl Meets World blog called The Long Game. You can follow that on Facebook or Twitter at GNWLongGame, or the actual site itself is the GNWLongGame.com. And so I'm a big fan of the show, grew up watching Boy Meets World during the original run. Um, and so I'm thrilled that Girl Meets World is here and has been here for a while. Um, and I'm glad to be a part of the podcast today. Great. And I'm so glad to have both of you guys on. I like how this community has been growing. And I mean, that also the fact that both of you are in, like, involved in creating things for the community, too, is really great. So I'm happy you were able to, to fill in for Keith and Caitlin this weekend. So we're doing little mini pods this week. Because we have this three-part thing, pretty unprecedented, excited from Premier Week, I suppose. Uh, so we're going to try to keep these down to a minimal length. And then I'm thinking I'll either do a longer one uh, on Sunday or when Keith and Caitlin are available next week, we're probably going to do like a big mail time thing and they'll give their, their thoughts and it'll be a longer one. We want to make sure there was content coming out because this is obviously a big deal for the Girl Meets World fan base. And so we're just going to get in. We're going to grade this and sort of give general thoughts do you guys want me to go first? Do either of you know what you're thinking? Why don't you go first, Dan? Right. You're the greatest yeah. expert. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Dan, you've done this one. <laughs> yes. Um, grading, is, grading is tough, especially this week, because we don't really know how things are going to pan out. And uh, so I guess I'm going to give all of my grades until, you know, part three with kind of a grain of salt. Because, you know, things that I, feelings I have might change. And also, I guess, walked this episode for the first time like half an hour ago. So, haven't been able to super dive into it and rewatch it a bunch of times like I usually do. Yeah, I would, same here. I would probably go with like a, a B. Plus. Um, I actually really enjoyed this. And I was even thinking maybe an A minus. Uh, I, I think that there are a few things here and there, uh, such as like just how stereotypical we're going with as far as Texas goes, and I wasn't a huge fan of, like, Cletus, honestly, but otherwise, I think the humor... (laughs) I think generally the humor was strong, and I actually liked the way things went at the the end there with Riley and Maya. I think it's interesting. I'll get into that more, though. I'll let y'all let... Amanda, do you want to go next? Sure. So, Dan, you almost read my mind completely. (laughs) So I was also leaning towards the B plus. I don't know if I'd go to A minus. Um, I really, I thought the acting was so outstanding in this episode, mm-hmm. especially from Peyton. Yeah. I don't think we've seen him this way before. I thought it was awesome, but I totally agree. I think what brought it down so much for me was Clevis. Like it was just so drawn out, so stereotypical. Um, and that's kind of what brought it down for me overall. Cool. All right. So I guess it's my turn to go. Um, this is a tough question, 
because I don't normally think of episodes from a grading perspective. Like I don't normally do it on like an A, B, C type yeah. grading spectrum. Um, I'm gonna go with a B. Okay. Um, I've been sitting pretty strong at a B. I, I thought about this before we before we uh, went on the call, and I think I think I'm gonna stick with a B. Yeah. Um, I've been, as I said before, I've been anxious to see this episode for a long time. Um, for those who don't know, I am from Texas, born and raised in Texas, still live here, and will probably live here my whole life. And so it's interesting to see the stereotypes and. It's actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be, so that's a plus. <laughs> maybe the promos um, helped prep you and warn you. And like, well, well, yeah. well, maybe that's true. Yeah. But then, and then there was the what? What is the guy's name? I can't remember his Cletus, name. Cletus, I think. That guy. Yeah. That's the yes. one part. That's the one stereotypical thing that has bothered me. Mm. Um, in part one. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but that's something. He was in there, kind of for the purpose of the her her joke. Yeah. For Maya, so I get it, and it was funny, and so I'm not completely against it. It's just kind of that was the one thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, um, but I think it's a good episode. I think the acting was pretty good from the from the cast members. Mm. Um, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed I enjoyed Sabrina towards the end of the episode how yeah. she just reacted differently than she normally does because um, yeah. that's something that we haven't seen Maya's character react in that way mm. um, and have those kind of emotions or this kind of confusion. At least that's the impression that I got that she was just kind of trying to process. Kind of some of the stuff that her and Riley were talking about. Um, yeah, so I'm going to stick strongly with a B okay. for now. Cool. I guess I do want to talk about Cletus a little bit more, just because I, I, beyond even just the stereotypical thing, which I definitely do think super stereotypical, but he also just felt like a character from a different show or, like, just different worlds to me. It just kind of came in here... And I felt like I was like walking Dukes of Hazard or something. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I wasn't a huge fan. I do agree. I think that the her her thing was solid. But aside from, so the other stereotypes, not, not really bugging you too much. It's all in good fun. How did you feel about the fact that they actually threw out that meta line about cultural reductionism and everything from Pappy Joe? I thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I thought it was pretty hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I definitely, I'm glad that they at least are pointing that out. I, I don't know if that exactly, I don't know, <laughs> excuses the rest of it, and we'll see where they go as far as the future episodes of this. Do we know if they're in Texas, all three episodes? I know they're in Texas for part two. Part of me thinks they're not in Texas for part three, mm. or there's like another to be continued at the end of part two, and the first like five minutes of part three is yeah, when they leave. Yeah. That's kind of my impression. Because we know yeah. we've seen those scenes. Or Sorry, Amanda, go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, Rowan Blanchard recently did an interview where they filmed episodes one and two together. Like they filmed scenes mm. from two and then filmed scenes from one and yeah. then filmed three completely separately. So I have a feeling that episode three is going to be mostly back in New York. Yeah. Gotcha. A couple quick little side things I want to throw out are I enjoyed Zay in this episode. I think he had a nice place in it. Had a couple of lines. Uh, what do you guys think? I I love so at first I did not like Zay. Um, mm. I kind of cringed at his character the first couple episodes, but the last three or four that he's been in, he's really started to grow on me. Yeah. Um. So for instance, I rewatched Ra Ra recently because I was writing my blog post for it. Um. So I kind of watched it multiple times and that scene that episode i felt like i really felt the friendship between zay and lucas for the first time yeah like i really kind of believed it for the first time and i think that carried over especially the this episode and the beginning of the episode in the classroom yeah um, that's why i, I really kind of felt that yeah okay now i believe that these two people are best friends yeah. um and i and, and i do see how 
Zay is now part of the core four slash five. I don't know. Core might not core even. Five. <laughs> we mean like need a different word before five, like the friendship five or something. I don't know. Oh, no. Friendship five. <laughs> I uh, like it. But um, I want. I do. I'm glad you brought up that opening scene because I actually thought the opening scene was was very strong. Uh, it was a really nice mixture of all the characters. I liked Zay there. I liked the girls, come, you know, sort of instigating this whole thing. I thought that was a really fun opening scene. Amanda, did you have anything you want to say as far as Zay or the opening scene? Or? Yeah, so I definitely feel like you felt like Zay was a part of the group this episode. Mm-hmm. I'm a little worried thinking back to the episodes that are going to air mm-hmm. after Texas. I'm I'm afraid we're going to see like a little bit of regression from him because it. I don't know. He really did fit in really well with this episode. I hope yeah. it kind of maintains that through the episodes that were filmed before, you know, way before yeah. this. Um, but I did really enjoy him in this episode. And again, the opening scene, I I loved it. I thought it the pacing was great of it. Um, I love when Riley was like, "Are you excited?" I don't know why I thought that was so yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. I also I want to throw out that I was I was happy with you know, the sets and the fact that they filmed outside and everything. I think that mm-hmm. all worked remarkably well, and it really added an extra thing to the episode. It made it feel, like, worthy of this big three-part thing. I, you know, it felt like a different place for these characters to go, and it really added something for me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I enjoyed seeing them outside of the standard sets that we see in most episodes. Yeah. And it has this movie type of feeling to it. Like, you can tell this is going to be a big three-part yeah. Events. I'm excited to go back and sort of watch all three at once. When it's yeah. all over, I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, okay, so let's get into the big ending, you know, hoopla of shipper craziness. Uh, <laughs> Wait, shipper what? Oh, boy. <laughs> Crazy. What's a what ship? Time? What's a ship? Yeah, yeah, ship? Uh, I see them on the water. <laughs> do either of you, do you want to, one of you guys want to start with this? What are your th- thoughts as far as how this was handled? Okay, well, I'll start by saying that I don't really feed in to the ship stuff that goes online. I'm the biggest proponent of, like, let it just play out. Because I think in this day and age, people are excited to, like, they're in binge-watch mode when we have to wait week after week for things to happen. Mm -hmm. So I'm the first one to say, like, just let everything play out. Yeah. So I, I was very happy with the way they handled this. The one issue I had was Riley out of nowhere knowing I know you think I like him as a brother yeah where did that come from I actually I forgot I was meant to mention that one grading that was part of what brought it down for me too it felt it felt random that she suddenly knew that right and that's why I wonder if like in the episodes that are going to be after this that were filmed before like maybe we'll get more hints at that like that'll change how I think about it because it really feel like it it came absolutely out of nowhere but other than that, I think the emotions felt very real. Like, the idea that she picks on him, it's because she likes him. Um, and then, she, you know, Riley goes to Lucas. She's, like, ready to say this thing. And he goes, thank you so much for being there for me today. And I think that's just such a human... It felt so human and real to me. I am in a similar ship as Amanda. Mm-hmm. Um, from the perspective of... I, I try not to get too attached to shipping certain relationships just because I... I respect the writers and what they do. And so I understand that it's their story to tell and they have the right to um, ship anybody they want to in the story. Yeah. Um, now, now, full disclosure, I am a big Josh Hyatt shipper. 
and I make that known. Yeah. But but not in, in the name now. of your blog, basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, yes. Um, although it wasn't originally named because of Josiah, but yeah. So 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 basic. So basically, I, I do ship them, but I understand that that may or may not happen. Probably not. And if it does, it's later on down the road. So for me, I'm just enjoying watching the characters and seeing how relationships develop. But but I also I try to look at it from this from this perspective. I remember what it was like to be 14, and I remember that who you like changes throughout yeah. that process. Um, you can like multiple people at once. Relationships, at least from my experience, weren't extremely long term at 14. Nope. So I just I like how they're doing it, and I like how they're telling the story over a long, yeah. um, kind of season long arc of season two. Is just trying to figure this stuff out. Um, all that being said, and I know that I am in the minority in this, but from my perspective, I've kind of seen this setup happening all throughout season two. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I agree with Amanda that what, while I think from my perspective in semi-formal, I think Riley started to understand the brother concept with Lucas more than we saw in that yeah. episode. Um, and so to me, it's not as far out of left well, field. Okay. As it's gonna seem. But well, but let me, let me just yeah. say this one thing. I wish there would have been, another episode or two where they kind of reference that before Texas. Yeah. I, well, here's my thought as far as specifically the brother thing. I can buy that in semi-formal, Riley herself starts to think of the brother thing. I just don't yeah. know why she assumes that Maya has come to this conclusion at that point. That's the jump gotcha. that I'm confused okay. about. Okay. Um, taking a few steps back for me personally, I definitely am of trying to be ship neutral uh, as you guys are. I definitely think that's admirable and I don't want to feed into the ship crazy, you know, attack war things that are going on. I do, yeah. I would have been, honestly though, I would have been bummed if they had completely I, I was sort of nervous going into this that they would completely deny Maya having any feelings for him at all, and that that, that all this build up this season of it seeming like there was a Lucaya thing or Leia thing or whatever was all just to pull the rug out from under you. And I still think that could happen, you know, the next episode or whatever. But to me, that that would have felt like weird and disingenuous because I felt like there had been such good subtle build up in season one between them. And if they had, if they didn't deal with that at all, I was gonna be a little disappointed. I don't need them to be like Endgame. I don't even necessarily need them to date. But if they like totally were just like Maya never liked him, I would, I, I would have felt like something was missing and that they didn't delve into something that there was potential for a story there. Um, I do think that it's funny to me that the writers. And just generally people are saying they're not doing a love triangle because they are definitely doing a love triangle. No matter, honestly, no matter what happens in these next two episodes, this episode is a love triangle episode. Like, and at the same time, it's a love triangle that I am much more invested in than I thought I would be. I really like, yes. it, yes. I really like that the girls are both sort of martyring themselves for each other. And it's not about them fighting as much as them getting in their own way. And, uh, how did you guys read everything Riley was saying in this episode? You want to start, Amanda? So I'm just, I'll start by saying, so this is a little random, but basically a while back when the writers were doing a Q&A and someone had asked them a question about a love triangle. And I was like, a love triangle? What? What love triangle are you talking about? They actually direct messaged me and said, triangle, three-sided love. Usually in these cases, someone bows out. Mm. 
So that, like, throughout all of season two has kind of been, like, in the back of my head yeah. with the idea that maybe Riley's going to realize something's going on and start to step back. So this episode was exactly that. Yeah. I so I think agree. she's going to be there for her friend. She's recognizing that she's Maya's having these emotions, whether it's, like you said, whether they end up dating, whether they don't, they need to figure it out because these past few episodes there have been these moments where Maya was like huh you know the little head tilt moment so I think well the thing I think I don't know yeah the thing that I think is interesting especially when they reference that you make fun of him for this I think the implication is that this has been going on since the pilot almost Mm -hmm. Uh, and that and so that's why I think it's interesting because it's so I definitely read Riley's interactions in this episode as her either lying to herself or lying for Maya because she wants Maya to be happy, whatever that is. I definitely don't think she truly believes the brother comment, even if she's saying it. I, But I think that Maya has been doing the same thing from the beginning of the show as far as... I, I think it's interesting that, you know, the whole cliche of they pick on them because they like them, there's a whole other level with this particular version of it because she, like, not only is she liking the person, but she can't admit that she does because of her friend. And mm-hmm. so she has to sort of get that energy out in some way. And I like that idea. But that's all right, Dustin, you can go if you have anything. I, ha- I had a thought and then I lost it. So no, sorry. I'm trying to get it back. <laughs> um, so, so I agree that I think, I think to a certain extent, Riley is lying to herself um, by acting like, but by trying to convince herself that she's completely convinced that she sees Lucas as a brother. So I, I think there's, I think there's a, uh, two different dynamics here there's that dynamic but there's also she still does kind of like him as more than that yep but then i think with maya there's also this dynamic of i kind of like lucas but i don't know anything about it and so i I think i think they're doing a good job of showing the complex side of emotions especially when you're 14 years old and trying to figure all this stuff out Mm -hmm. um the the confusion yeah Yeah. but but yes very much the confusion but here's one thing i just want to say and because Twitter is blowing up with people freaking out, so yeah. so, so, so this is why I just want to say I haven't even looked at Twitter. I'm afraid <laughs> I vowed to stay off wait. of it all weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait until next uh, Friday. Um, so, but but here's the thing: if you're if you're a Rukas shipper, take a breath. <laughs> if you're a Lukaya shipper, take a breath. This doesn't mean anything yeah i rewatched this i, yeah. I mean it means some things but i rewatched the first part one before we before we got on to talk about it and at the very end from my perspective it seems like maya is just as confused yeah as riley is yeah. right so so because maya is so confused this doesn't mean lukaya is going to become a relationship yeah. by the end of texas i don't mm-hmm. think that's the case and honestly i think the bulk of the remainder of season two is going to be them trying to sort through all this stuff yeah. and try to figure out their emotions. Because the writers mentioned in one of the tweets at the Q&A that the big theme for season three is going to be something along the lines of relationships. So I don't think they're going to dive into that too much oh, this season. I, I don't think so either. I think they're going to flush out yeah. this this process of all not only the girls, but also Lucas too, and all the main characters for that matter, just trying to sort through their emotions and try to figure all this stuff out. So I think that's really good, and I'm excited to see where they go with that and episodes going forward. I don't think Texas is going to be... I don't think there's going to be a huge resolution. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think they're going to still leave us hanging. Yeah. The one thing... 
I want to say is that I, I am just glad that uh, no matter what, there is a big shift that just things are on the table now, but so much has been percolating and that the audience has been talking about, but the characters haven't been, that at least the characters themselves are going to be talking about these things, I think is an important step. Um, and I definitely think if you are a worried Rukus shipper at this point, you honestly shouldn't be, because the fact that the part one ends this way, to me, if anything, makes me think it's more likely Rukus will happen. Because that it's only part one, and it seems so heavy towards the Lukaya direction, that, that how can that possibly actually come to be? It, it seems, in a, like I don't know. Yeah, and then you think about the promos and stuff, like by part three, Maya's putting a smoothie on his head, so <laughs> this is an end-all, be-all, and I agree with what you said, Dan, just now, and even to connect what you said a little earlier, is there's been this stuff throughout season two, like, it had to be addressed. doesn't yeah. mean they're going to date, it doesn't mean Riley and Lucas are over forever, but at least they're addressing it, getting to it, they're going to start to work things out, or who knows, maybe it'll even be resolved, the Lucas and Maya thing by the end. So we'll have to see. Okay, so to wrap up at least the shipping part of the discussion, I'm just going to have us go around in a circle and say, where do you think we'll be at the end of part three, and where do you want us to be at the end of part three? <laughs> Dustin, do you want to start with that? Yeah, I'll start with that. Um, where do I think we'll be at the end of part three? Well, I think, so in order to answer that question, I think I have to say what I, something's going to happen in part two other than Riley telling Lucas that Maya has feelings for yeah. him, which is not a spoiler because it's in the promo. Yeah. Um, so it is a spoiler, but I didn't spoil it, so don't <laughs> attack me. But, um, so something's going to happen. There's a bunch of people that are pushing Lucas and Maya are going to kiss. I don't think that's what happens because I think Maya is so confused right now. I just don't think that's going to happen. It could, and I could be completely wrong. Mm. And if I'm wrong, I'll admit to that on <laughs> Sunday, I guess, or tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow because I won't see the part two until Sunday. Mm. Um, so I think at the end of it, I don't think there's going to be a relationship at the end of it. I think, I think people are going to be confused. I think the dynamic between Riley and Maya will change. I'm not saying that they're not going to still be best friends. I don't think that. But I think, I think there's going to be a lot of emotions and confusion amongst the two of them too, not just yeah. Maya and Lucas and Riley and Lucas. So yes, it is going to be a triangle yeah. of emotion. And I don't know if that answered your question. No, that, that's fine. Um, uh, but I don't think there's going to be a specific relationship yeah. that forms at the end of Texas unless Josh appears, which is not going to happen. And, so, and, will you, and will you be happy with that? Is that what you're hoping for? I, I, I would be. I would be happy if there's not a relationship at the end of Texas because I would be happy, and my preference would be for there not to be any of that until season three. Mm. I'd rather see them again flush out all those emotions, flush out that confusion. Yeah. over several more episodes because I think it's a big part of life. I think it cheapens that process yeah. that people go through to rush through that in a 22-minute episode. Yeah. Amanda? Yeah, this is, this is a tough one because I almost want the whole triangle piece of it to be resolved by the end of these three because I think any continuation of, like, say Maya and Lucas realize they have feelings for each other, this continues on post Texas like I don't want to see Riley upset about that for the remainder of the season um so I don't know it's yeah uh, I I feel like I want to do my predictions after episode two which I know is kind of cheating yeah but <laughs> that's okay I don't know I just I want it to be real and I want yeah. 
whatever happens, like the other girl, like we need to see emotion from her. Like they can't just be okay with it by the ends of the yeah. third episode because they're still best yeah. friends. And until that gets sorted out, like it has to start with Riley and Maya. Yeah. I guess my, my first inclination as far as a prediction would go is that a Lucas and Maya kiss will happen and it will go badly. And that yeah, Maya, I think it'll happen too. And that Maya will realize that she actually sees him as a brother and then, then she'll be out of the way and then Riley and Lucas will be able to be together. That's where that's like just what seems like television to me, like what would happen in television. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's really what I want. I don't I guess if they try to convince me that, honestly, either girl just saw him as a brother, I wouldn't buy either of them. So I don't really know where I want it to go, where I'd be happy, because to me, what feels right for the characters is that they both like Lucas. And I I guess that then it can be down to Lucas, and Lucas can... I mean, Lucas seems genuinely upset about Riley, and so maybe he doesn't really feel the same way about Maya, and that's how things will resolve themselves, but... Yeah, I think it, if, if if this ends with at the end of part three with either of them like just being completely over it and being like he's my brother, whatever, I will not be happy. But I can see it going down that road just to clean things up and to sort of move on. But hopefully, I'll be wrong. I hopefully they'll find it. Honestly, I was I was happy with how they handled the drama and the and the dialogue in this episode and the characterization mm-hmm. in this episode. So I'm hoping I that I will be surprised and that they'll find a nice way to realistically make all these characters work together and we'll see and so far so good so yes. we can only hope they kind of <laughs> yeah. continue with this momentum yeah into the next two yeah all right is there any sort of ending thoughts you guys want to throw in anything not necessarily about the shipping we can move away from that and um trying to think if there are any other like standout jokes mm. i loved the uh like Riley said, tell him you want to be a veterinarian, and then oh, yeah. he doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> yep, definitely. I, uh, that was funny. I like the joke where Riley and Maya came out of some room at what I'm assuming is Lucas's grandfather's house. Yep. Um, and they were in clothes that they had bought, and they made the comment, we spent our allowance on these clothes right when we got here. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, funny. But, but, then that, but then that made me sit back and wonder, and, and I hope that this gets mentioned in part three, although I don't know if we'll be. How did Riley and Maya get to Texas? Okay. Like, I get that they traveled with him, but, like, does Corey know about it? Does Corey so, think, know they're in Texas? Do they just appear there? Like, I don't know. So, wait, did I mishear something? I thought that the, what they said about the allowance was they spent all their allowance to get to Texas, but maybe I misheard. I thought it was that they spent it on the clothes they were wearing, but maybe I made that up. I think they should have just thrown in a line about Farkle's Rick and his dad had them flown down. Oh, that's funny. That would have been good. <laughs> I, I've... Uh, I, yeah, it, I mean, it is funny that Corey kind of disappears and that we don't... Also, that Lucas's parents aren't involved in any way. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. There's, like, there are some just weird things that you just kind of have to let go of for this episode. I mean, there are things I have to let go of for the entire series. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I did like the railroad lesson as, as small and minimal as it was, sort of that first step of whatever Corey's bigger lesson will be for those three parts. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot of... There, there are a bunch of little funny things throughout, but I'm kind of blanking. We'll have to come back to them at a, a later one. But, yeah, um, this is the only one I didn't watch more than once. Yeah, me too. So. <laughs> so if you guys want to contact us, if you want to you know, be heard for the eventual big, probably like seven-hour mail time <laughs> podcast, <laughs> um, 
you can do so at uh, gmwpodcast at gmail.com or by tweeting us at gmwpodcast on Twitter. Um, you can also follow us on YouTube, GMW Podcast. You can go gmwpodcast.com. It has everything there. It has Twitter. It has YouTube. It has everything. Uh, do you guys want to throw in... Oh, and please rate us and review us on iTunes if you haven't already. You guys want to just say your Twitter handles one, one last time? Sure. sure. So I'm... Again, my name's Samantha. Um, I'm at GMW Buzz. Um, and I just want to say thanks again, Dan, for having me. It was a blast. <laughs> yeah, and again, I'm Dustin. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at GMW Long Game. And yeah, Dan, thanks again for having me. It was really fun. <laughs> it was great having you guys. All right, so Amanda, you will be try, and Dustin will be do good, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So thank you guys okay. so much for listening. And as always, dream. Try. Do good. Class dismissed.